0: What is up everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Game Club from Wannabe Critic Productions. I am one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast. Yes, I still I still do don the name of the Wannabe Critic. Uh, I am joined by uh, a fellow uh, podcast host from Wannabe Critic Productions for this particular review. It's Mikey Collins. He's here to review Uncharted 4 with me. Mikey, how are you living?
1: I'm living pretty good. I'm say it the high life right now, say it, say it,
0: say it. say the thing, say the thing that you said the past it from the rooftops. say the thing you've said the past two episodes. It's giving me a giggle every time.
1: How you doing, pumpkin? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it gets me every time, uh as I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are here continuing our review of the uncharted franchise. um it is kind of crazy how sometimes we'll get a plan to do something and then it just kind of keeps going i think uh i don't even really know how uncharted even got started to be honest with you me and last last time i checked it was scheduled that me and rex tucker a fellow wannabe we're supposed to be doing the uh the little nightmare series but uh you know time gets ahead of all you know time gets away from all of us things happen we're still gonna do that for sure but go ahead let's be
1: honest let's be honest you just put me first you love me more (laughs)
0: No, every time I ask Rex, he's like, dude, nope. I can't. He's always like, dude, I can't make it. <laughs> That's Why does Rex he impression.
1: sound like what's his face from Family Guy? <laughs> Who? Who's what that? Is that one guy? Oh, shoot. What is his name?
0: Oh, yeah. um, I got some Oreos here if you want some. Yeah. That guy?
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Uh, he does kind of sound like that guy a little bit. Oh, oh, my God. No offense to Rex. That's funny, though. Uh, Mikey, how have you been feeling? It's been a while since we've recorded anything. You know, with this new schedule for the main show over at the Wannabe Collective, um, you know, our our recording pattern's a little more sporadic. So how, how have things been going over there for you?
1: I've been doing pretty good. I've been doing pretty good. I've been living uh, living the high life. I uh, I got the old... The old PS5. Oh. Mikey just held so up I've his been,
0: DualSense for the, for you peasants out there uh, who don't been, have uh, one yet.
1: <laughs> oh, peasants? There's no peasants. Dude, that is crazy. It is insane trying to get a console right yeah. now, man. I can't believe I can't believe I got one with how difficult it is. It was mainly my wife that actually took the time and opened like 12 different like, uh, what's it called? Tabs. 12 tabs, tabs, yeah. yeah. And it was like clicking checkout on all of them and cycling through. It was crazy. But yeah, we got one and it was cool because clackety clack, clackety clack. Yeah, it was cool because I actually we got the we when we got it we got the digital one, but then Walmart sent us like a, an email and said uh, we ran out of stock of the digital ones that you ordered, so we're upgrading you for free. And I got one of the disc versions, for no extra cost. So that was pretty sweet.
0: There you have it. Yeah. You didn't have to sell so your games. You can still use them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that was That's nice. awesome. I actually really don't have. I think I only have like a couple discs. So it wasn't a really a big deal to me, but I mean, it's nice having it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just in yeah, case you want to like have, pop
0: in a movie or or whatever. Exactly.
1: You know. Yeah, because I'm all these reviews and stuff. Most of the movies that we'll be reviewing, since we're going through Star Wars right now, I I have to watch discs because I have them or Disney Plus or whatever. But I have the discs, and I prefer. I don't know. It feels a little more like. I'm a vinyl guy, so, like, yeah. just having the disc kind of feels nice sometimes, you know? Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I feel but. that for sure. I, I love physical games, you know, and I have a decent collection of them. You know, I have a PS3 with a bunch of old discs that I had bought whenever I thought that, um you know, we weren't going to be able to be having the store anymore so I bought a bunch of games and I bought been buying Vita games and I have physical you know uh, switch games and I definitely get it for sure um, the uh, you know whenever I got my PS5 it's kind of interesting because I just ordered it what feels like the traditional way where you go to your local GameStop and you just request one and I I don't realize like how lucky I actually was you know that I was actually able to get one um but yeah, I'm happy that you have one cuz now it opens up a lot more opportunities for game club and uh, you know, it now it so feels what would you say?
1: <laughs> so much more opportunities for activity. Yeah,
0: no, it's true. And I I mean cuz there I mean there's a lot of games that you know, are the the easily the most easily accessible way to play them is on PS5. You know, I just think about like PlayStation Plus games. And, you know, now we can, you know, the, the idea of a club feeling somewhat a little bit exclusive in a way, um, being able to have hands-on with stuff as it comes out, you know, it feels, it feels good to be able to have multiple people with PS5s. I'm not the only, me and Caleb are not the only ones, you know, but we know how busy Caleb gets, so. Uh, what are you drinking over there tonight?
1: Uh, just some LeFroig, some Sketch, oh. as usual. I meant to ask Old you,
0: have you ever had Stranahan's?
1: Ranahan. Yeah, it's bur- it's that, bur- sort of it's bourbon. <laughs> Where's it from?
0: Colorado, actually. Really? I believe so. Interesting. Yeah. Me and uh, one Ethan Maestri, which by the time this comes out, Ethan Maestri, I'm, I'm announcing this for the first time, Ethan Maestri is officially joining the Wannabe Critic family. Uh, you can go peep our show, uh, me and his show, The Chop Shop, over on the Wannabe Collective um, more info to come to that in the future, but uh, I'm pretty excited. It was uh, we've been talking about it for a while, and um, you know, it, by the like I said, by the time this comes out, you'll already know that he's there. So kind of cool. But yeah, the chop he sent he sent over a few different names. It was like one was like Yammer Time, the Chop Shop. And there was another one that was funny, but I thought the chop shop was good. And it's, it, you know, for j- just giving a plug, you know, to something else in the production house. It is literally like we're going to put a disclaimer at the show. Like if you're not ready for truly hot takes, don't listen to it because we're not holding back. Um, we're talking about the stuff that, you know, in, in a family friendly way, we're going to be talking about the stuff that we're irritated by, you know, and. Just not holding back any opinions like it's going to it's we're not going to be holding anything back. It's like, no, this is how I feel about it. This is, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like that's something that the wannabe critic family has really needed uh, and that I've really needed, you know, because sometimes we'll get in the big group and we'll review a movie. And I'm really wanting to like go off on something. But maybe one person's interested or maybe, you know, no one's interested in what, what I want to talk about. So it's like and then we have a movie review. So you know that kind of content has been somewhat lacking. So make sure you go peep the want to be collective. That link is down in the description below by the way. When that's how you can get in touch with us as well by the way is by emailing the want to be Um and while we're on, while we're on the topic of links, make sure you go peep the code for Raise Energy. I did have a I have a can right here. Um this flavor is called uh sour gummy worm sour gummy worms. Um, It is delicious. It's zero calories, and uh, I love it very much. My uh, code is the underscore wannabe critic. Um, Also, what what, what is it? Mikey's laughing at me
1: nothing i just have a red bull here and i about held it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah not
0: supporting and uh, mikey's not supporting the uh the affiliates in any way um we do have some dope new merch uh faculty number one and zero the shirts are available i'm very proud of those i worked with one dogmeat designs to help uh, come up with the design um, so make sure you go check that out. And we have a bunch of other stuff down in the description below that you can check out. You know, um, it'd be awesome to say that we're sponsored. It's not technically a sponsorship. We're an affiliate. So it would be awesome if you go check those things out. But yeah, all in all, excited for things that are happening and definitely excited for the Chop Shop, uh, which will be, you know, which will be a uh, available on the Wannabe Collective in its own playlist, as well as audio podcasts. And if you're a patron, um, make sure you subscribe at, uh, you know, anything... Any, any, at least the early access tier or above, and you'll be able to have access to it as soon as it's done. God willing, my internet is actually you know functioning properly. So, Mikey, that was a lot to take in. How are you feeling?
1: Feeling good. Feeling good. Is your uh, is your Chop Shop intro that um uh eight oh eight song from Outcast? <laughs> Way down to the Chop Shop. <laughs> That'd be funny. I
0: actually don't know what I'm gonna do for the intro yet. Um, we're gonna have to figure something else out. Also, you know, while we're on the topic of announcements, um, definitely make sure you're subscribed to the wannabe collective because we have not only one new member, but two more new members that are going to be joining, um, doing their own thing. And that's all I'm going to say right now, but I'm hyped. I am like straight up hyped about it. Like it is really, it, it is really, really cool. And, um, I'm excited to talk about more. So make sure you're subscribed to the Want to Be Collective on YouTube and on podcast services. So there you have it. But now that we've been yeah, you know yapping for God knows how long about God knows what, we're here to talk about not the final entry in the Uncharted series, but the final entry for Nathan Drake so far, so far. Um, Uncharted Four: A Thief's End for the PlayStation Four. Now. Mikey, you texted me. I will be 100% transparent, 100% honest. I did not replay this game all the way through. I played it two or three times now at this point. I, I hopped back in to see how the mechanics kind of fared, you know, refreshed myself on some of the story beats and stuff like that. Um, but I remember the game, you know, quite a bit because it was a huge deal. I have its Wikipedia pulled up here. Or no, some random facts on IMDB. The game sold 2.5 million copies in its first week. Um, it sold, it sold over 15 million copies, uh, you know, in its lifespan, which is, I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of games to sell. So, you know, it's, it's had high critical acclaim and it has a pretty cool story to it. But before we get into the background and all that stuff, I have to ask Mikey, do you like this game?
1: I do. I do like this game.
0: This is the best Uncharted game. Like, so far, I mean, I, I've been playing through, you know, Golden Abyss on Vita recently, just to, you know, and I, I can already tell you, this is the best one. I mean... Is that Ben studio? Yeah, it's Ben studio. Yeah, it's Ben studio. Um, nice. But it's still voiced by the same people. Like, it still has all the same actors and stuff, which is cool. But this is, I think, the best one. And honestly, Hot Take... Lost Legacy isn't that far behind it, in my opinion. Lost Legacy is a a really good game. Um, that I'm really looking yeah. forward. That'll be that'll be in the next one we talk about. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I I I was just gonna say I finished that a couple of days ago for the first time, and I, I'm excited about talking about yeah. that one. Next. Yeah, I
0: am too. I still need to finish but. it. I got stuck on a puzzle a couple of years ago, and I haven't finished it since. So, you know, I am yeah, a really? coward. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I wanted to read a little blip here. This is via Wikipedia, but I know this to be a fact. So, um, you know, they, they just summed it up the best here. I'll have a few.
1: Because uh, that's what Wikipedia is. Yeah, right. yeah. But to I I, I, well, I was just looking
0: for a summary. <laughs> you know, I, I remember reading about this somewhere or, you know, I've, I've heard about this for a long time. So it says, development of Uncharted 4 began in 2011 soon after release of Uncharted 3. It was led by creative director Amy Hennig and game director Justin Richmond. Development was hampered in 2014 due to Hennig and Richmond's departure from Naughty Dog. So that's three years after the game development began. And this is where things get gets interesting. It says development was hampered in 2014 due to Hennig and Richmond's departure from Naughty Dog. They were replaced by Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley. Which, if you know anything about Naughty Dog, you know Neil Druckmann is the head honcho over there now. And uh, him and Bruce Straley were the team that really... Uh, brought The Last of Us to uh, the forefront of, you know, and swept swept the the hearts of gamers <laughs> um, since its inception. It says the relationship between Nathan and Elena was central, and Naughty Dog attempted to humanize them more in the pre than than more than in the previous games. A Thief's End was released in May 2016 for the PlayStation 4. It was the first Naughty Dog game developed specifically for the P- for the PlayStation 4. The team took advantage of the hardware to process larger dynamic environments. I remember that being such a big deal—the technical things that this game did. I remember people marveling because I think it was shown off at E3 for the first time, and I believe that was the first time that PlayStation or that Sony—that um, that was the last time they they went to to E3. I believe was to show off that game, and uh, I don't think they went after that. <laughs> Which, uh, 2016, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting year for, for us because that's whenever, we, you know, we actually moved out and moved in together around that time. And uh, yeah. I remember seeing E3 footage. Totally platonic. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally platonic. <laughs> I remember seeing lots of coverage around it and people being, like, blown away by the way the mud looked. And I remember oh, that was, like, one of, yeah. you know... I, I, I was taking games pretty seriously then just in terms of, like, critiquing them and, you know, talking about them and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was one of those that things...
1: Was, that was really close to when you started wasn't it that was like within a year or a year or two yeah i mean it was it was pretty
0: i hadn't played it until later because i don't think i had a playstation 4 at the time um but it wasn't long after you know that it came out and i was playing it um, because we lived together it was like in 2017 i actually finally got to play it but yeah. I just remember people going crazy, you know, about the way the game looked. And then, you know, back back then, even now, you get the, you get your hands on the game, and, then, I mean, it looks and plays really nice. Um, and from everything I've heard about Neil Druckmann, it totally makes sense that this game looks and plays the way it does because he is a freak about detail. Um, and it shows. You know, it really shows in this game. So...
1: Yeah, I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, I do too. And it... it it kind of puts things into perspective for you whenever you go into the game with the mindset of okay this is the same team that worked on the last of us yet it still feels so uncharted. You know, it has such a strong uncharted feeling to it. But the level of detail there it's just on another level. And I remember we had we had talked about Uncharted 3 with Ethan which I had not finished, you know, or I had not, you know, beaten and in talking to him, it was like, yeah, that was good. Like, that was good. It was good. It's really good. This is like... I mean, it, it's, a, it's a large step above what it, what we get to experience in Uncharted 3. I mean, even in the first moments of the game. Now, granted, it's for a new console. You know, there's more hardware capabilities and things like that. There's just a lot of things that we don't know about that opens up to to, to, to making the game just much, much better. But still... I mean I have to ask you does it feel that much different to you
1: different in comparison to 3?
0: Yeah, let's say 3, yeah, let's say 3 being cuz I think I think 3 has definitely a more crisp feel to it than 2.
1: It for me, I mean anybody who's listened to these knows that 1's my favorite. It feels more like 1 to me where it's just like it's I don't feel like I'm playing a game the whole time. I feel like I'm kind of like watching a movie, which is I like that in my, like, video games sometimes. But for this, the, just the way, like, even the shots are when it's, like, coming into, like, the beginning of the game when it's coming into him and he's, like, you think he's hunting for treasure or something, but he's really just in, like, the bay. <laughs> just digging up tankards and stuff, you know? Like, just the way they the camera angles and just how it's shot, that alone compared to 3 is way better for me. And that's just, like, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I really struggled with three. Like I I thought it was really good, and and two I struggled with as well. But I I don't know if it's. Man, how many years apart were they? Do you know?
0: Yeah. So Uncharted three came out I believe in twenty ten, and Uncharted four came out in twenty sixteen.
1: Wow. So they did that in six years. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I bet they started working on before. That yeah. Really
0: so started. yeah. I mean, they started they started working on it, which it's funny because you know, the same time the Last of Us and Uncharted three are being developed, they're being developed at the same time. Yeah. So that makes sense. you know, it's a completely so it would have been, and that was again around the time that Neil Druckmann kind of rose. And there's been I've heard a lot of controversy surrounding that whole thing because I've heard people say that Neil Druckmann kind of forced those two other creatives out of Naughty Dog in a way, and I think now you know. Neil Druckmann's vice president of Naughty Dog now, um, so it's a, it, I mean, if you don't want to be in the end of, if you don't want to be in that position or be in that industry or whatever, and I, I don't know, I don't know what goes on, what all goes into that, but yeah, I mean, six years is how long it took to make that game, and not not I remember it being kind of crazy because Uncharted Four got announced basically at the same time as the Nathan Drake Collection, so like all four Uncharted came, all four Uncharted games. We're going to be released on the PS4 around the same time. Which I remember being kind of a big deal, you know, back then. Um, But, yeah, I get what you're saying about it feeling more like one. It definitely feels different.
1: Um, it does. It not does not feel the same. It feels it a do- lot it, different. and It doesn't feel like it, it is Uncharted. And it feels like Uncharted. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's Uncharted, but in a good way. Yeah. If you... I mean, if if you've played it, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I think I
0: do think that the you know the the Last of Us heritage is kind of there with the buddy system. You know, the buddy system is is heavily which which to be fair though, you know, you were you were with Sully in the third game a lot, um, yeah, and doing stuff with Sully a lot. But I don't know, it's it's I mean, it's there from the first moments of the game in this one. You know, with your brother and with Nate's brother and stuff like that. So, Mm. you know, it it definitely feels like, the most prestiged version, you know, of what we get in Uncharted, and, and like, all the limits are being pushed.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And, uh, I, I liked that. I, I don't, I, I remember, I remember playing Uncharted 4 back when it first came out, and thinking to myself, okay, I still don't really like Nathan Drake that much, and I never have. I've never liked Nathan Drake. But I remember playing it back then, and being like, this is almost a perfect game. Like, uh, it's it's just so masterfully created um, it, the sm- even just small little things like adding the, the grappling hook you know and, and making that mechanic feel like it's always been there um, it's really cool I mean it's especially like in the multiplayer and stuff which was I mean anytime you can make multiplayer feel good that's rad um, but yeah I, and, and little things like letting the the cutscenes transition from gameplay, you know, you have gameplay cutscenes that go from real time to like I'm sorry, that it goes from like a cutscene to like real time and it's seamless. And it's like, oh frick, like I'm actually like this isn't like pre rendered, like this is actually happening. Um that's 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 really cool. You know, that that's one of like the earliest instances I can remember that actually being a thing where you realize, like, oh, this isn't a cutscene. This is actually happening in real time right now, um, which is kind of trippy. And it, it is it is hard because now we've been spoiled by the uh you know the the performance of the PS five and it's a little bit different now. But I I really think at least what I played and went back to feel and like kind of check out. I feel like this game holds up in a lot of ways today.
1: Oh man, yeah. I the my recent my most recent thing has been on the. Base model PS4. It was before I got this PS5, and I still it it feels great. Like, and I I don't I couldn't compare it to the PS5 because I haven't gotten to play it at all. But, um, yeah, like there was no like hitches or like glitches or anything. It's a smooth game.
0: Yeah, it's smooth, and I think there's just some really impressive set pieces, like the clock tower. Um, you know, like just that whole thing. It's a bit of an annoying process trying to climb up that thing, but like whenever everything kind of comes tumbling down, (laughs) uh, you know, that's a really cool moment. I, I I think the voice acting and the motion capture is awesome. Um, Every, everything about this game is just, I think it's done a really good job of kind of taking all of the first, everything that we really liked about the first three games and just making them even better in this fourth game uh, to where, like you better play the first three before you play this one because it is it is hard to go back, you know. Um, but yeah, I I think it's really good. What, what were like kind of some like standout moments for you?
1: I mean, pirates in general, anything to do with the pirates. I'm um, I love like that kind of vibe. So as soon as you get on the island, then you figure out like oh, there's like monuments and like giant pirate pillars. This guy was like, a – it's like you—you you literally are on a treasure hunt as soon as you get to that island in the game, and it's—it's it's so cool. Yeah, like that—that that how they—they they did something better in this game, in my opinion, than they did in two. To where you start off with that boat battle, right? But then as soon as you finish your your, basically highland hopping when hopping when you're following all those arrows and stuff, and you drive into that storm, you're like, oh crap i'm about to do that scene like i love that moment but then you to this game's advantage you don't have to do that scene again really you do like a split second of it and i was like that's cool that's something i really enjoy kind of like a full circle moment yeah kind of like a full circle moment a little bit and it's like okay like i'm i get it you know and yeah which is kind of uncharted's thing now so (laughs) yeah no i i
0: agree and yeah it just it was just a really good game, you know i and I agree like the whole pirate yeah. vibe, and it's like finally we get a pretty good bad guy in my opinion, um yeah. like I thought he was actually kind- he felt like the adverse to to Nathan Drake, like finally like the opposite of Nathan Drake, you know, still kind of the suave guy, not afraid to get his hands dirty, but he's not like this british like punk you know he 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 felt like a good villain to me and it felt like modern he felt like a good modern villain for nathan drake and you know i i I, what did you think of the villain
1: i really liked him i i love to hate him which is what you want in a villain but i mean just the whole i i see where the whole comparison to where he's the opposite of nathan i I see that in a in, in certain ways but what i really enjoyed to him about him was like he knows that he's had everything handed to him. So what he's doing now is just to prove that he can do things on his own. But at the same time it's kind of pointless because all he's doing is using his money that he's gotten elsewhere, you know. So it's like a vicious cycle for him. So it's interesting watching basically his battle against somebody who's has nothing basically except friends. Whereas he has no friends and nobody likes him. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. I, I really I, I never found him when he was on screen or interacting with Nathan or I was like, God, I don't care I don't care. I, I like every moment where they were interacting with him and um what's the what's the leader's name? What's her name? Nadine. Yeah, I really liked her too, as like a sub villain yeah. anti hero type person. And that was I, really cool.
0: it but, was yeah. kind of frustrating that like we had never seen her before. I remember playing this game and being like, oh, she must be someone you encounter in a different game. But she wasn't, you know. And it's nice that she kind of gets her own thing. So I do think it's interesting that you mention the villain. What was his name? Wraith? Wraith? Wraith?
1: Cad Bane. Oh, Wraith. Yeah. Ra-
0: yeah, Wraith, something like that. I do think it's funny how you mention like... Is it
1: Wraith or Wraith? I think it's... I can't remember. It sounds like a PH, right?
0: I can't remember honestly i think it's wraith but either way it's kind of funny because they they are kind of like the opposite because the opposite but the same because nathan is strictly doing this because he has something to prove too to himself like there's still this calling of who he really is and like all this other stuff and we get inklings of that um You know, even from the very first moments of the game and, like, you know, that flashback where he's playing with the Nerf darts and stuff like that. And, um, you know, whenever he's a kid, it's like he's always been that way. That's just who he is. Um, And I think that sense of adventure is kind of like the last hurrah, right? You know, to kind of get closure on everything. And... In a way that that it, spoilers, by the way, full on spoilers for Uncharted Four. If you haven't played it, go play it. Whenever he gets to that point and he fin- you know, he finishes his journey, a new adventure begins at the very end of this game. You know, with his daughter, and it's like it, you, you it, it immediately makes you think of those people that have had adventurous lifestyles. You know, I know there's people in my life that I can think of where it's like, wow, you've done a lot of stuff. And like you've been a lot of places and like there's just a really cool history to you as a person. And like it's it's cool because as we get to play, you know, the daughter's perspective and like when we see Nathan and Elena and, and they're old, it's like, I know what you've been through. Like I, I was I went through it with you. And it makes you excited for that that new character to see it's like, well, are we gonna get an uncharted five? Like we know where we're playing as her, as the daughter, you know, and like Nathan kind of becomes the uh, you know, the the Sully of sorts for his daughter. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I, I look forward to seeing, because you know we're going to get more. They're making a freaking Uncharted movie. You know we're going to get more Uncharted. Um, I look forward to seeing where the story continues, but that, that sense of adventure is present for Nathan and that he needs closure. On the opposite side, for for. For the, the r the r word guy, the r name guy, uh, whatever his name is, Rafe, Rafe, Rafferty, Rafferty, Raphael, um, <laughs> he is trying to artificially create something. Like he knows there's like no substance really to what he has and he's he's also looking for closure but in a different way so whenever you fight him in that pirate ship with the sword you're like going back and forth it's really kind of a symbolic moment because you kind of have the opposites are, are truly you know the two worlds are really colliding in that moment and you kind of feel bad for him a little bit or at least i did um in a way just because he's he's fighting for this closure and obviously we know nathan drake is going to win um and you just kind of wonder... I think that's what what makes a good villain is whenever you wonder what moti- what motivates selfishness, you know, like that. And I, I remember him being a, a, a cool... One of my favorite parts of the game, for sure. Just because it, it felt like... A, it did feel like a modern, good, fresh take on, on a villain, you know, for an adventure game. So what that had substance to it. But... Um, were there any standouts? Any other standouts for you, personally?
1: Um... One big one for me that I've had each time I, I play this game is one of the first moments... What's the pirate city called? I always forget, man. Tortuga. No. <laughs> Tortuga, yeah. Once they get to Tortuga... Wait, is it really Tortuga in this game? I think so. Oh, I that's funny. I think it is. Funny. I forget.
0: I think you're right, actually. I, yeah. It, it
1: it might be, because I, I know that's a fictional pirate paradise, basically, but there's also another one where it's like an island that actually was real and sank... That's a different thing, but as soon as you get to like where you, that you you know that this was a real place, and you come up on all those buildings, and there's like street signs everywhere. There's these two chairs you can go to in this old tavern, that like half the tavern's gone, and it's basically you and your brother, and you just you can opt to sit in these chairs and have like a full conversation. Oh yeah, I remember that. If just, just you guys yeah. just looking off into the sunset over over the whole city and just being like what the heck yeah well that's (laughs) you know it's just really touching because like i I feel like the brother story even though it's a main part at the beginning of the game kind of gets lost through the game until that moment where you're just like oh yeah this is like we're still the same kids that you know from this we've been hunting this place down Since forever. Our mom was hunting this place down, you know? And I don't think you go through that sequence till after you do that sit down thing. But it's just going back through it, it's just even more touching because it's like, Man, yeah, they've gone through crap (laughs) together (laughs) since they were kids. That's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's a really cool moment.
0: Yeah. When I, I just wanted to add too, this is the first game where you actually have choices that you can make um yeah you you weren't able to have choices like that so i mean you could completely skip that scene altogether i think if you didn't take the time to like actually mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting but yeah. sorry go ahead another another and you
1: don't even i think you can only you can you don't even have to listen to it either you can just sit down say one thing and then leave but there's like a whole monologue you can do like because you can just keep continuing the conversation with them and that's interesting I, I like little things like that in games to where it's like you don't have to watch a cutscene if you don't want to. If you don't care about the game, not it's not even that you. If you don't care about the game, but but I just I really like little things like that. And then the whole, I mean, dude, freaking climbing through that cave and just looking down from the top of the cave and seeing that pirate ship—that's so cool. The imagery, oh my gosh, that's something throughout this entire game series where I'm just like, they know how to how to make people go like, holy crap, that's awesome you know they know how to nail moments like that i've never had a moment really fall flat for me in these games where i'm just like that's the that's the big thing every every time it's just like oh that's actually pretty sweet yeah one well,
0: like even the but, imagery too it has always been has yeah. always been impressive you know the set pieces have always been impressive for uncharted and i remember kind of like in the prison whenever you escape the prison and you're swinging out for the first time on that you know that that peninsula thing or whatever and like you're coming around like you get to the top and it's just like Holy crap. Like this is gore. this is so pretty. Like this is so good looking. And um yeah, no, I I definitely agree that those cuz I, I don't know, I'm not a programmer. I don't know how hard it is to program program in those things, you know. I have I've made some for I've made some forge maps in my day. Uh, you know, like I know I know it can't be that much different, you know, to to make it I mean, I know what it is, but still, like, you watch, like, anything on game development or whatever, it's like you see them take those pieces and, like, add them in in Unity and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know how long it took to make. Point is, I don't know how long it took to make. It probably wasn't actually as hard as we think it is. But the fact that they took those moments to actually, like, make it and, like, put it in there and, like, they put it in there so that the however many percent of people playing it would, would look out and be like, my God. Like that in this environment is just incredible, you know, though, you know, and yeah, I mean, Naughty Dog definitely, that's why Naughty Dog is arguably probably, call me crazy, you know, Naughty Dog and Insomniac are probably the best developers in the games industry right now. Um, I I can't think of one any better. I I really can't. In terms of, in terms of detail. uh, Yeah. Yeah, but but and but that's a great comparison because again, so much all this little detail. Um yeah, I mean, I think you could definitely put them up in the top 5 for sure. Turn 10 being one of the best. It certainly, it's certainly um <laughs> Xbox's best developer. That that's probably for sure. Um at this point in time, people are like, "Oh, Skyrim." It's like, "No, I mean, you know, first party like
1: Yeah, I was going to say, somebody probably make the argument for Bethesda. Yeah, but someone who who hasn't been
0: acquired, (laughs) you know, as a studio in the past year. How about that? Yeah. Anyone who's been acquired in the past year doesn't count. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, again, yeah, again, the level of detail is just insane. It's so good. So good. So good, dude. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is there any uh, other standouts before we get to our negatives?
1: Just kind of the, I mean... You, I, I like how they don't lead you into knowing that your brother's basically lying to you the entire time. There's no hints to that. And you even... How they take you through his whole story of him being in prison is completely fabricated. Like that whole playthrough part where you're just like, wait, that wasn't even real? That's so cool. I like that. That That's a big part of the game. That Just that moment is, is pretty cool. Because... Yeah, because you never even think about it. Because while you're playing it, you're like, "Oh, this is fact." <laughs> I don't know. That's that was always something that I'm just like, "Man, what a douche." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, and that's uh, you know, kudos to Troy Baker too. Um, oh, dude. Yeah. Because there are times where I don't even realize it's him. Like yeah. he did a real he really killed it. I mean, I would argue I that know. his performance here is probably one of his best, actually. Um, because yeah. you don't think it you it's hard to place him as that character um
1: it's crazy what he can do with his voices even though if you put him side by side i'm sure they'd sound similar but like i can never tell when it's him yeah like in games yeah most of the time yeah no it's pretty it, cool he does a good job he does a
0: really good job you know and i would say i've been playing through the avengers too this is just a, a small sidebar i was like you know i've been i was playing through the avengers and he's bruce banner and you know it's basically him just being himself but like a little more like soft-spoken, but it sounds like Joel. Like it actually sounds like Joel whenever he's talking. But here it actually seemed like he was really trying to be someone else, and you know that's why you just can't knock. Uh, you can't knock voice actors. So, I do have a small uh, bit of trivia for us on Uncharted Four. Uh, Lo- Go ahead, Laura. Ba- Quiz me. <laughs> Laura Bailey auditioned for and won the role of Nadine prior to the finalization of the character design. Nadine is, of course, a black character. Laura Bailey is not a black character. Um, A concept artist later drew a piece of art.
1: Are you calling Laura Bailey a character?
0: Well, yeah. Laura Bailey is not a black person. Excuse me. A concept artist later drew a piece of art with Nadine as a black character, and and director Neil Druckmann liked the idea of Nadine being a black character, but feared inviting controversy. But feared inviting controversy having a white actress voice and perform a black character. It wasn't until Naughty Dog had seen Bailey's performance and context that they decided to keep Nadine as a black character, as it vanished into the part, and you didn't see anything but Nadine. This blew me away when I when I learned this because. Nadine's such an awesome character and it speaks to it speaks to the good writing of Nadine as well as speaking to the talent of Laura Bailey just a strong female lead and uh, yeah I mean she killed it here I loved Nadine in this game Um, you know uh, huh. what go ahead
1: I did not know she was I didn't know that Laura Bailey was white I would have never guessed she really nailed it yeah role. which
0: in Laura Bailey of course is the same this, this is the crazy part Laura Bailey played Abby in the Last of Us Part Two, as well. So Abby oh, and Nadine are right. played by the same pe- by the same and person.
1: Trunks and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy when you <laughs> think about it. But, um wow. Anyways, small small bit of trivia for you. Um, Interesting. Let's move on to some things that we weren't crazy about. Uh, I feel like. The gunplay is so much better in this game than in previous games. Yeah. The melee combat has never been a, a strong suit for this franchise. For me personally, it always has felt kind of clunky. I did appreciate the stealth aspect in this game being added. You know, the high grass and stuff like that. Granted, I do think the melee does feel the best it's felt in the games as well. But man, yeah, the combat just feels... The hand-to-hand combat has always been a sore subject for me whenever it comes to these games. I just don't like it. I I avoid it at all costs. Um, But the gunplay here is is awesome for sure. But again, kind of with the gunplay though, there are times that that classic Uncharted thing, that's never changed. It's like I have the guy in my sights, I'm aimed at his head, and he just moves right at the last second. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Go ahead.
1: That's something I never really agreed with people on. Like just the gunplay in these games. I really like it. I don't know what it is about, like... Because, like, growing up, I hated third-person, like, shooter games or whatever. But I really enjoy the shooting in these games. Like, I I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just something in my mind that clicks right. But I don't know. I just... I really enjoy the gunplay. And the only thing that I've ever had a complaints about gunplay-wise is usually... The cover-to-cover aspect of it but in this one i feel like they nailed it but yeah i think personally the melee in three was better than melee in this i agree yeah i really liked three's melee especially how they introduce you to it in the game yeah it's pretty awesome yeah i agree i think
0: it was better in three than it was here um yeah it just felt but i don't yeah go ahead sorry no you go you go
1: well I, i just i don't usually use melee i try to stay away from it as much as possible because I just I feel like I die faster, <laughs> like it's, even playing on easy because I suck at games. But um, yeah, I just try to stay away from it. So I didn't notice it as much in this game. Um, so that might be why I liked it in three more because they kind of forced you into situations where you had to use it. But yeah, I I still even the the few times I did use it, I I don't know, I just wasn't for me.
0: Yeah, I I think for me you always compare it to something that you really like. I think the shooting mechanics and gears of war are way better. Um, and I played gears way long before I ever played this one. So I feel like, and gears is what introduced me to cover based shooters. So I feel like those, these two, again, you know, those two franchises are always getting flip flopped and like, they're always getting compared and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. The, the shooting has just kind of always felt it's it feels good in this game, but it's always felt off to me in the Uncharted games. So
1: maybe maybe it's because you like Gears more, like just oh I do I do for style. a fact
0: yeah I do I do for yeah. sure like Gears combat and just Gears in general more. Um, uh, yeah, but I've I, never
1: I, I've never played them, so I've never yeah. had that to compare it to. Yeah, so maybe that's where our our difference is on
0: that. Yeah, and I mean they're two completely different, you know. I don't want to say they're I, two different ki- types of games because they're both co- they're both cover ba- cover based shooters, you know. Yeah, but for me,
1: I, I kind of compare it to, to Division because mm. I, I played that a lot. Yeah, but I don't know. I I still kind of prefer this. I don't know. It's probably because Division is super sweaty. (laughs) Yeah. This is like, even when you're in, like, hardcore parts of this game, you're like, oh, this is still fun.
0: Well, and even, like, uh, you know, something like Outriders that's come out, which, you know, is made by People Can Fly who also worked on Gears of War. I'm like, I, I just feel like I'm glued to the screen, you know, as I'm playing. Whereas this one, at times I just feel like it's kind of unfair. Like, it's like, where are you freaking shooting me from? Like, how am I getting shot? I'm in cover, like, and that's that's been a, a constant thing through all these games. It's like, God, I'm dying so much here, and it's frustrating. It's, it, and I get, you know, that is classic kind of Uncharted gameplay, though. So, that's kind of the thing is, like, no, you're not really safe. Like, you're kind of forced into these situations where you're just kind of clawing your way out of every situation because you're just a normal guy. Like, you don't have superpowers. You're not some, like, military whatever. Like, you're just a normal guy, like, going up against... <laughs> You know these people and you know it does make sense but as a, it just it again yeah it, it does it does kind of get on my nerves after a while so that that is literally my, my only complaint though with this game is that at times it just felt like god are these waves of en- enemies ever going to stop you know um i don't like scrounging i don't like scrounging every piece every bullet that i you know that's available on the map at that time to uh you know get through these interactions and stuff like that it just it gets old after a while but um was there anything glaring to you that you weren't crazy about in this
1: game one second my dog is scratching at the door and i'm about to kill him no worries <laughs> sorry sorry Proceed with the chloroform.
0: So yeah, I mean what but was there anything to you that you just you didn't really you know you weren't crazy about in this one?
1: Um Man, I wanted I wanted it to like it and playing through it I, I got used to it, but the winch. The freaking winch on the truck. So annoying. I hated every time I had to well, use
0: that. You know what that is too? That is a classic example of we are able to introduce this mechanic, and this is you know this is going to be a cool mechanic, uh, so we're going to throw it in this game just for the sake of throwing it in the game is what it feels like.
1: Like thirty times. Yeah, like annoying. It's the only time that I thought it was cool and where it actually came in handy was. Like that scene where you go off the cliff and it's like you and Sully and you're like trying to get... I think there's somebody else. I think your brother. I think Sam's in the car too. But you're just like slowly gumming back up this cliff after your car went off it, after you were already winched. That was really cool. But they only did that like once. They only made it feel useful or like... I don't know. Like It was useful, but they built some of the puzzles around your winch. So then you're feeling like... Okay, it, it kind of takes me out of the game because I'm like, okay, so you're telling me if I didn't have a winch on my car, I, I wouldn't be able to get this treasure? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't I don't like that. I get why they did it, but it just it, – it took me out of the game every time I had to use no, it. No,
0: and annoying. that would be the time that – that is the type of thing that may – you know, that is the type of thing that when you get to it, it's like – well, i guess i'm going to take a break because this is stupid you know or i guess it's time to take a break i don't feel like i have to. i'm just like gunning or like my eyes are glued to the screen Do i have to keep going and that's kind of a big thing where with uncharted for me that has always been a thing is i i can never just sit down and play those games in the long spurts there's always something that comes up where i'm like well i guess i'm gonna take a break because i'm not like i'm just not invested you know um that there's definitely pacing issues you know with all these games for sure and i do think the winch for sure adds a whenever you're gonna have a a, you know an item or a mechanic that has to move the plot along yeah i mean it it messes with the flow of the game for sure um what else
1: Hmm, man i feel like i really and these are probably some of the funnest puzzles like non-frustrating puzzles in the game but some of them did drag out way too long like i i liked it but i also didn't like it that the arrow thing with the boat like that whole section where you have to go, follow the arrows through the islands go through and do like a whole area that you only go to for like 10 minutes but it, i i just didn't like that it was i don't know it was just boring like that whole part of the i game. agree like it was it was interesting but it was boring I agree and there was there was no combat really there wasn't any it was they had a certain part of that that where you like go into a ca- you swim into this cave and it's basically the area where they planned out the entire city that was cool but it's like 30 seconds of like a 10 to 15 minute part of the game yeah. if not longer like if you mess up you know but i don't know i didn't i didn't really enjoy that part it was beautiful though like just just going around all those islands it was so pretty like with that Clister that, that like crystal blue water but that was a big that was a big bore that part and then again one of those things some, that
0: slows down take you know kind of takes away the pace of the game yeah, a little it, bit it, yeah
1: yeah it really affected the pace because I don't know it was, it was interesting but then also I like the Jeep in the game I like how it handles it it's it's really fun to drive too much jeep though too yeah too much time in the jeep
0: well and I, I feel like, like they wanted to spend so much time in these big open areas that you can explore but yeah. to the game's detriment there's not a lot there um
1: it's very barren and there is trophy not trophies but collectibles to find out in the, all those big big areas but I mean they can do that in a way to where you're you don't have such a big area yeah to to explore which is it's cool but at the same time it, for me on this playthrough i knew exactly where i had to go so i just beelined it for where i had to go yeah. so i didn't have any of that like oh where the heck am i supposed to go dilly-dallying yeah. thing you know but the first time i played it i was frustrated in that part because i was like where am i yeah. going it's, like what am i supposed it's to, to the do?
0: game's detriment for sure um yeah. in, in, a, in a lot of ways and it's it this is one of those things where it's like okay If you're going to give us an open area, give us stuff to do. Like, have there? One thing I thought about this game is, like, how cool would it have been to have, like, there be locals there, you know, that you could do stuff for? Maybe you had an ally there that could, like, translate stuff to you or, like, give you, like, a list of side quests. Could you have imagined how much depth that would have added to the game where it's like, yeah, we can go do this thing, but there's, you know... There's all these bad guys that have invaded this area and that are messing up with the local culture, you know, of the island, and we can help them. Like, that would have been cool, in my opinion. Um, And it doesn't have to be, like, a lengthy thing. It doesn't have to be, like, this long thing. You could have had one decent decent side quest that would have validated the open spaces, in my opinion. Because, again, it does fall into this thing of we're just going to put it in there just because we can. And that's not always a good thing. There is such a thing as too much, in my opinion.
1: I feel like instead of adding more side quest s story, they should have just taken it out completely. Or yeah. at least let you see that area, but beeline it. Because it's not... This isn't an open-world game. Yeah. Like, it's not an explore... That's... Each time I had to do these do that in these games, I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. It's not... Cause There's I, no purpose can, to it. Yeah, you can tell that they didn't have a reason to do that they were just adding in space which is cool sometimes but they did it several times to where it's just like i don't need this i just want to continue the story you know and then in that same section where you have to go through and fight like you have to fight like three or four different bases just to get to where you're going right if i remember correctly yeah that one base man one big base or something like that because you're just like you can see you i hate it when they do that where you can see your goal in these games and you're just like i can't get there because i'm fighting all these guys over and over and over and over you know yeah but that's probably that, that but that's that's the,
0: uncharted though that's like classic uncharted you know kind like, of. like i mean but
1: they did it it was so many times though because it was yeah. like you were guessing which tower each time, and then you finally got to the one that was like underground. That was cool, but it wasn't fulfilling because then at the end, none of the towers that you went through out in that giant open space were the right one. Yeah. You know? Which oh, yeah. When you're going get, in
0: that giant I, square, like you're going all yeah, around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I get what they were going for, but it was just like, it wasn't fulfilling. It was just, it just seemed like a waste of time because then the tower you needed was all the way over there. You know? Yeah. So. I don't
0: know. I I get it. And again, we are, we are kind of, these are the things that we find annoying. Sometimes annoyances are big things. Sometimes they're small things, but I agree. These, these have always been the things that have annoyed me about the Uncharted series. Um, you know, is stuff that you're saying right now. It's like, we're going to put this in there for the sake of the biggest one for me. In this one is like, we're going to put X, Y, and Z details in there for the sake of just having them in there just because we can, you know? Um, and that's, are you getting, are you getting the text on the family? (laughs) 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 we're in a family chat ladies and gents and they just started a new thread and uh yeah it's it's getting interesting so um that's kind of preoccupied i gotta i gotta turn my (laughs) i gotta i gotta turn my phone over (laughs) as it's distracting me god oh boy anyways uh i don't have anything too much more to say on this game i do think you know I want to ask a question. If you do you have any, do you have anything else more negative to say before you know critiques to give this game before we uh, kind of give our final review and our scores?
1: Uh, not really negative. I just I I have more positive that I want to say, but I mean, I feel like that's just piling on to how good I think this game is. But I don't know. There, another one thing that I did like. I know it's not negative, but one thing I really did like, one of my favorite puzzles in this um, series that I've ever seen was the pirate painting poster.
0: Yeah. Like the pirate Super painting cool.
1: puzzle. That's the yeah. coolest puzzle they've ever done, in my opinion. Yeah. that And, and yeah. then how they incorporated, I know it's product placement, how they use their, like, Sony smartphone and you're, like, communicating. It felt like real life where, you, yeah. like, if I'm – I'm an electrician, so, like, if I ever have a question on something, I'm like, who knows more about this? Oh, I'll I'll call Carter or something. I'll be like, dude, what am I doing here? And he'll be, you know, like, it felt, that was really cool, that whole little section of the game. Yeah, That that was an awesome, awesome section. But, man, nitpicky.
0: Or just negatives in general. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is.
1: I don't have a lot
0: whenever you're trying (laughs) yeah well that's the thing too is I feel like they did so many right things in this game to where you want to have you don't want to sing a game's praises too much you want to have a balanced review you know and there are so many more things that I, I I think Elena and Nate's relationship in this game is by and far one of the best it is the best relationship they've had in Uncharted so far like I finally get it it finally clicked for me in this game whereas before I'm like you guys don't make any sense you know and you can tell it that you know they had a struggle to kind of get to that point. Um, and that kind of comes back up in this game a little bit too. But I liked that. I liked that a lot in this game. Um, but yeah, I mean there's a lot. There's so many more things I could add to the list that, that I really, really liked um, about you know Uncharted 4. But I think it's time to give our final review though. And I have a question that I wanted to ask uh, You know, after we give our scores and then we'll go from there. So, uh, okay. Uncharted 4, A Thief's End Mikey, what does it get from you?
1: Do we know what our scores were last time?
0: I think I've given an 8 on every single one of these games
1: An 8? I feel like I rated 3 higher than I did 2
0: I think you gave 3, I can't remember, we need to start keeping track Next series we'll keep track
1: Yeah, you'd think like us being professionals and stuff
0: Right, <laughs> yeah, because we're I, professionals over here at Want to Be critic productions,
1: you know Right, 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 right. Um, man. This game was the reason I bought my first PlayStation 4. And I played it, and it didn't let me down when I played this game. So I have that prerequisite. Like, that, that always sticks in my mind when I play this game. So for me, this is at least... Oh man. Am I gonna give this a nine? I might give this a nine. I really like this game. Even with the things that I did say where there is parts of the game where it's like Man, this is you know but it's only like yeah. it's only like ten ten fifteen minutes parts like where it's you know, where it's frustrating. Oh man, nine. That's high. That's real high. I think that's fair though. I mean, it feels right. A nine feels right. I for mean, this game for me, that's what my. I really like this. game. That's
0: what my score is. Even all the nitpicks that I have, it's a, yeah. it's a nine. And that's the thing is, I like Uncharted. I don't love Uncharted. Like I've I've I been very Uncharted. balanced with my reviews. I feel like this whole time, and I think that's kind of just what goes to show about the series is, you know, I I, I have to agree. I, I think this game is a nine. I think it is a nine out of ten. And I think this is. Peak PS. It is peak. It is it peak. It is peak, peak PS4 performance, right up there with Spider Man, in my opinion.
1: It might be a ten for me. It might be. Wow, a ten. Wow, this, is a 10. My, this is one of my favorite games of all time. Is it uh, officially a ten for, for sure? For you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a 10, why not? Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, I really like it. I know it's I Mikey, know it's not uh, perfect. I hope you
0: have enjoyed I, know it's not I hope perfect. you've enjoyed being a wannabe. <laughs> uh you're no, no <laughs> I
1: know it's not perfect. What, who are you? Cammy gonna, who
0: gives uh you know My Hero Academia season 10 out of 10. On, uh,
1: Elijah on this one. <laughs> <laughs> shots it's fired. <laughs> oh my
0: god, shots fired. Oh my god, dude. I hope Ethan's listening to this. He'll probably think that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. No,
1: I hope he's not. I don't want to be getting uh, spoiled on the game. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, yeah, it's a ten. I know it's not perfect, and that's not to say this game is a perfect game. But for me, if I could, if I could experience a a game again, like if I could only experience one again that I've experienced so far, it'd probably be Uncharted Four i really liked this game the first time i played it wow
0: those are fighting words like those those are those are fighting words that's so you're saying that's
1: coming from a person that hasn't played a whole lot of games i'm a one to two game per year type of guy yeah you know so i don't i don't play every game that comes out sure but for me the first time i played this it hit home for me like it it's a good game. I mean, it's
0: amongst the grade. I mean, I, I said. Yeah. I said you know this is probably peak PS4. That's not true. Like God of War came out. You know, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, Last of Us Part Two. It's II.
1: definitely top ten PS4. Games it's to, It's to probably are. top
0: five, honestly. That's um, what
1: I, I was saying. Top ten to be gen- generous, but yeah, probably top five. Yeah. That's, and that's a, that's saying a lot. That puts it up there yeah. with a lot of heavy hitters, man. It's
0: probably the. I mean, it's yeah. It's it, it's a great game it is great and I think you know 10 from you and 9 from me for sure yeah um I do want to ask one more question though Nathan Drake's saga which of course we Mm -hmm. you know you're our next our next Nathan Drake review is going to be uh you know the Golden Abyss which I'll be playing you'll be watching videos on it kind of doing your research on the game and like you know kind of offering a second party type review whenever it comes to Golden Abyss Mm -hmm. um but, as far as the core entries to Nathan Drake's uh, you know story, the first four uncharted games, do you consider the Uncharted games to be a must play? like you you must play these games if you have a PlayStation?
1: I mean, if you want to have like one of the best experiences in like a in a saga, as uh, George Lucas would would say uh, in video gaming compa- and that's not to say like the Gears saga or like Mass Effect or anything like that. I've never played those, but for me, yeah, it's a must-play, 100%. If you if you like third-person shooters, even if you don't, I hated third-person shooters and started these games. It was like, holy crap, this is amazing, you know? So, yeah, for sure.
0: I think for me, and again, you know, I have come out and said, like, I don't love Uncharted. I like it. I do. Um... I still think it's one of those ones like you should probably play it play the series and see what everyone you know why everyone regards it in such a high esteem because even if you don't love it you can still appreciate it I think um you know and I think it would probably be one of those one of those games where if you can just literally just blast through them like in a month which I think you could probably you yeah. could do that pretty easily put and it play, on easy and just yeah, destroy just, the story just and... coast through um, which in some parts even on easy especially in Uncharted 3 it's pretty hard yeah. but Uncharted just get
1: 4 just of 2 and you'll be fine oh god shots fired <laughs> <hard. laughs> but Uncharted 4 lets you me.
0: lock on Uncharted 4 lets you lock on to enemies you know all you gotta do is yeah. point your pointer in the direct vicinita and uh you know <laughs> you're good to go but no I think I think this series is a must play and uh, I do think these are I think these are good games if I had to give the entire series a score I would give it an eight out of ten um same I think across the board it's a solid experience Nathan Drake is a is a has a big personality is a big character in gaming and uh, yeah you should play through these games so Mikey we did it we got through four uncharted games and uh, I'm excited to get through two more and continue our, you know, our uh, our reviews for show. But, um, yeah, man, it's been fun to do this. And I look forward to more games in the future, especially with your shiny new PS5 that you have. So oh, yeah. we'll be going through the PlayStation Plus collection, ladies and gentlemen, to kind of see some stuff. Keep in mind, we we, we stray from reviewing you know, too many mature titles on uh, anything. Want to be critic related? If you want us, to, if you have something a request that you'd like us to play through, um, definitely make sure you email us and give us suggestions. We would seriously appreciate it. Uh, you know, you never know who's gonna be with me on this show, but it's uh, it's fun. We're almost to a thousand downloads, uh, which is really cool. That's only because of you guys who keep on listening. So thank you so much for continuing to listen. Uh, we've been a show. June I believe June 19th was our one year anniversary uh of Game Club which is really really cool so wow, yeah already? yeah I know thank you for thank you for the continued support it really means the world and yeah I mean as we continue to consolidate our projects and kind of figure out where we're going and like c- continue to really build the identification of what are you know those various projects are uh we need your help to continue to do it and uh you know, uh, seeing people that seeing people listen to this one more than anything, or just as much as the other stuff, um, you know the main shows and stuff. It 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 speaks it speaks to us. You know, it lets us know what where we should keep our focus, and it's it's uh, it's it's uh, encouraging. So, thank you so much for sure. But Mikey, that comes to the end of our podcast. Uh, do you want people to be able to find you or no?
1: I mean. If you want to find me, you can find me somewhere. I don't know. What's your handle again? Low key. I hate. I hate social media. Yeah. It's low key mc7 at Twitter. I'm not on there ever. But I mean, if you want to at me, come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. There you have but it. I, I I man, it's such a struggle with that stuff. Yeah. Not to end on a on a sad note. <laughs> no,
0: no. If you want to get in touch, now I've been taking breaks myself, and it's been really, yeah. it's been a very good experience because it's really kind of centered focus on you know things that are most important as well as you know helping me realize like what i actually want to do with content so yeah it's always good it's always good to make sure you're making stuff for you you're truly making stuff for you first um before you make it for other people so never forget that stay golden i think i just
1: i think i just need to make like an email in case anybody wants to get a hold of me because I just hate Twitter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or you can just email us at uh, thewannabecollective at gmail.com is how you can get in touch with Mikey. Uh, Do that. Easily.
1: Yeah. Send me a heartfelt email. Gable forward it to me. And then I will uh, reply back via carrier pigeon.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Mikey, thank you for giving your time. Uh, thank you to the listeners for continuing to listen to, to this show. We uh, really, really appreciate it. And until next time, uh, we will see you later. Say goodbye, Mikey.
1: Goodbye. Coke is better. Brought it back.
0: hello whatever possessed you to check out any of the content that you saw today i just want to say thank you so much for doing so if you check the description down below you'll see that there's a variety of different projects that i'm associated with this is wannabe critic productions after all so i just wanted to say if you enjoyed what you saw today consider giving some of those other projects a chance as well there's a lot of stuff that uh, i'm a part of that i you know that that i do if you were here for me or for someone else that you saw today um again just thank you for checking it out and uh i hope to see you again but until next Next time, I'm Gabriel Fast and I will always be the wannabe critic.